stop doing that. <laughs> it started off well. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the penultimate episode of the Nano Gang Bangs On. I am your host, J. Daniel Sawyer, and I am joined by your other host, Kitty Nakian. And your other host, Gail Carragher. Hi, everyone. And the, this is the first episode in a while where all of the episodes that we have previously recorded have dropped. Yeah, there was an epic, like, <laughs> four-up drop over the last 24 hours. Like, five. Dan, five episodes. Five. <laughs> Dan, you did something crazy. Yeah, uh, I, I finally had enough clarity of mind yesterday to sit down and go, oh, okay, well, I can take a few hours and do this. But, oh, Yay. yeah, so... The friend that I traveled to Portland with has also been sick, and he got himself tested for COVID. And uh, guess what we both have? <laughs> we picked up some kind of COVID variant, which is why this has been such, one of the reasons this has been such a ridiculously difficult month for me. So I feel slightly less awful about my word count, but... I'm still working at it, even though I just, I got uh, only 300 new words uh, to report today. I, I, I keep whacking him upside the head and telling him to go to bed. Cause I, ha I have to say, I like, was going to report uh, in to say I've been magnanimous and I didn't write it all yesterday. Oh, just to give you a chance to get I caught totally up there. missed my opportunity. <laughs> oh, no. Really, uh, I was a slacker, well. but hey. Um, <laughs> So my word count is 50,114. Okay, so that's still 2,000 up from what we had uh, last time we talked. That's because I did get one day in of writing. I just didn't get two days in. Oh, man. Yeah, you're totally beating the pants off me this month. Well, it will go down. It'll be one for the history books, everybody, in however many decades. <laughs> we will rematch again. Yes. There will be a rematch. I feel like I've been playing chess against a master for a decade, and this is the only time I've ever gotten a checkmate against Dan. He just Aww. is a faster writer than me normally. So. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. But uh, so, yeah. So. So but, you're, uh, but you're feeling, are you, you clearly are getting some kind of clarity back if you manage yeah, to I'm, do some audio I'm getting, work. I'm getting some clarity back. I haven't had a fever in like a week or a week and a half. Um, those, uh, the article that I wrote um, got bounced for not conforming to the house style, but I got notes <laughs> on style. So I'm going to give it another go because the editor actually wants the content, but she was like, yeah, this went more technical than we wanted i wanted more technical oh. than the twitter thread on which it's based but this is too much so ah. so i'm going to try to scale it back but i'm going to wait till after the end of this contest to do that um, you can always keep the highly technical version and do a like a sub exactly, or repost it to your blog or that like, is exactly like, what i'm going to do that's a great thing because especially if they're giving you a byline you can just be like for the tech specs on this here come to this thing you know mm -hmm. and see if they'll let you put up close link in there or something yep yep so so cool. that's that uh, what else has been going on um last couple of days kitty didn't report in oh. on editing now yeah yeah kitty you're you're you've been um, gone for a week tell us all of the let's things let's see um you know what i don't have a i don't recall what my word or page count is on editing because i've done a little bit so probably maybe 10 pages more than 
is okay. up there right now, but I've been um, I've been doing book uploads and shit, and book uploads for places that I'm I haven't done anything with for a few. This years. is her first encounter with Ingram Spark in about. Since Crudrat, oh, really. Welcome yeah. to the Torture Machine. I have been doing Ingram Spark uploads for clients all that time, but she's like, no, no, I need to learn this. And, and I'm like, swearing a lot. I, uh, in, a, in a world dominated by the worst UIs you can possibly imagine on the back end for us <laughs> authors, Ingram is probably the top of the line in misery. Oh, God, I'm not quite sure it's that bad. It's got some well, stuff. Well, no, that's dishes. true. Barnes and Noble is really bad. Oh my God! Oh yeah. So really bad. Both of those I have not been on though in about uh, six years, so I don't know if they've made improvements. Uh, Barnes Ingram and Noble has, has never made, made an improvement. Barnes and Noble has made improvements. <laughs> in scare quotes. Um, scare Kobo's gotten, word. <laughs> Kobo's gotten a little better. Kobo Smash has words. gotten better is about the same as it has always been, which is nightmarish, but easily navigable. I'm um, switching from uh, Ingram to D2D and letting D2D take a cut for Ingram uh, with my next book, which I'm about to attempt to upload. So that'll be oh, exciting. Wow. For, for paper? Nice. For paper, yeah. Because oh, D2D rolled out a paper beta. Uh, yeah, I, I waited for that. it to go out of beta, and now I'm going to give it a try. It's just a different access doorway to Ingram. Um, oh, yeah. but D2, I hate D2D Ingram some of, UI. D2D so and Findaway both have some of the best UI designs. D2D is good. It's 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 a little unintuitive at first, but once you've got it, they don't they haven't monkeyed yeah, the, around with it. The yeah, flow is uh, wonderful. give them a chance. Give them a chance. They'll fuck yep. it up. Everybody yeah. does. And and Findaway so far for audio has been fantastic. However, Spotify just bought them. Yeah. So I don't know how long it's going to be till Spotify's interface people get their hands on it, and then I everything know. may go to hell. It's so the world of tech is so sad. I know. We have waxed like ang- angsty and angry about <laughs> tech in the past, though. So we yes, we're better, well, we did we're better both, off answering a writing we, question. <laughs> we did both grow up in the shadow of Silicon Valley. We did the the looming great. So we, it's possible we know slightly too much about the people and the way these industries <laughs> work. We we've seen the sausage get made. We have, a we lot. have. Yeah, no, no. And even uh, if you're like yeah. me and you don't mind, uh, you know, head cheese and sweetbreads mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing, it's still not a good idea to see yeah. the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, you're gonna when when it comes out, you're going to love the first ten pages of Behind the Hypnotic Toad because it is <laughs> just it's it's a long it's a it's a long it's disguised as plot, but it's a long rant on everything about Silicon Valley that's gone septic. Things like, uh, you know, you can talk, talking about the homeless problem, you can thank the California Urban Renewal Fund, which, like the rest of the state government, never saw a dumpster fire that it didn't immediately want to put out with gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> I feel all about 
about the way that way about certain subgenres in the oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> in the commercial genre fiction universe. But that's yeah, uh, and certain authors probably say, oh, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> anyway, uh, do we have yes. a writing question? To we we have. Story? We've got uh, we've got a question you and I can answer, and we've also got a question for Kitty, who's going to go first because she has been absent. Good. So she must pay her penance. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole, okay, so for context, for those of you who don't know, uh, this context references the SWOT analysis schema, which is a square, we'll put it in the show notes. It's a square with strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats that operates on a couple axes. It's for, um, for analyzing your organization's ability to handle certain situations. So Nicole asks Kitty, what are, in fact, I'll, I'll break this in. There's several questions here, so I'll just ask you one, then you answer, then I'll ask the next one. Okay. What are different types of compliance tasks that you keep referring to? Um, in our case, it's basically um, taxes. Ah, corporate notes. Taxes and corporate behind notes. on corporate notes. Yeah. And filing. And 99s. For those who don't no, know. No, no. Not, not that kind of filing, just we've got a lot of files. Uh, uh. But 1099s were due to go out before the end of the month for anybody who needs that warning. It's probably going to be too late. Uh, but you're late. You're late on sending out if you're someone who files those on contract workers. So that kind of stuff. Yeah, this is, I have to say, I was just thinking this as I was scheduling my tax stuff for the weekend, that this is the downside of February, of the end of January and into mm -hmm. February is uh, as a nano month, like generally speaking, it's a good month for a nano because there's no mm -hmm. events. There's very little travel. Most people are trapped indoors. You're after the holidays. Like it's 31 days. Everything is better about January for nano except taxes. Taxes come to play. <laughs> yep, it's true. So do, 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 do. Okay. So next one, are there anything editors wish writers would do or not do pet peeves, things that make an editor's life easier? Mm. <laughs> write good, um, write good, clean copy, give your editors the best that you have, not something that is half done. And I mean, unless you are using developmental editing or something like that, write your best and before it goes to the editor, I guess. I mean, I... You can bitch about me in here. I'm I, I, I have a unique that. situation because I basically am editing one person's stuff. Um, and my pet peeve on him is that Dan gives me like snippets of writing as he's finishing them. And there's either too small for context or I'm like, this is so good and it's not done yet. Give it, give me all of it. It's like, why are you giving me unfinished things? Is it, this is a scene, not... <laughs> but that, yeah. So if you are thinking of submitting for the anthologies she's editing, make sure you send a complete story. <laughs> <laughs> um, link to that, link to the submission page in the show notes. Right. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a unique situation because as of right now, I only edit one person until we get get magazines on the or um uh, anthologies on the way so good stories all right 
I have also heard about a SWOT analysis that editors use to identify uh, internal and external pros and cons of a novel. Do you use this? Do you have any thoughts on it? Would it be a worthwhile exercise for authors to try to do this on their own as part of the final editing process? What little I know about the SWOT analysis is that it is kind of like high-level um, business organizational stuff. It's the kind of analysis that you would that is typically done on the organization as a whole or a department within an organization. I've not heard of it being applied to art. So it looks like something that you could kind of jury-rig into um, – making sense for character motivations or something like that since you know strength weaknesses opportunities threats um but you could also use like dnd matrixes or something like that in terms of writing the way i could see it working would be keeping straight in your head what your characters are doing and why they're doing it which is a good thing to keep in mind. You want characters to have consistent motivations and, or at least sensible motivations that work outside or that grow out of their original motivations if they have randomly changing motivations. I'm not looking at all of Hollywood right now. <laughs> yeah, there are rants some nights that they, they, they go on for hours. Oh, and the, the hell of it is, Although they keep me awake, they are quite entertaining. So I can't <laughs> complain too much. Alrighty. So that is your question. And now here is one for me and Gail. All right. Also from Nicole. So my short story may have escaped its enclosure and is almost at 14K and is starting to head toward the wonderful word of the novellatastic. Yeah. I know there. I know there are lots of publications that buy and sell short that buy and publish shorts. What about novellas? What can be done with them? Depends on the genre. Uh, hope all your projects are going well. Already know who will be getting your Heinlein Juvenile books as a gift. Yay! <laughs> okay. Yay! Um, uh, so you need to know your genre before you know what the, your story length is actually classified as. So. Uh, it, you can go to Cephla if you're in the science fiction and fantasy range, and I think they have a word count division yeah, because it, it sounds like 10, you're in over ten thousand is. There's also novelette in some oh, that's right. places, yeah. uh, rather than novella. So there's there's and some places words. tier them like novelette is shorter than novella or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yep, but, there's a there's a gap between short and novella. Um, also, what's considered novella length in romance is way shorter than a lot of the other genres. So, yeah. Anyway. <sighs> yeah, in my experience um, with science fiction and fantasy, anything over 10,000 is this dead range in the market as far as... Real hard to sell. Yeah, the Tor.com buys novellas, but it's about the only one. And and um, subterranean repackages novellas, mm -hmm. which have to be a bestseller already, usually for them. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, uh, yeah. yeah. But once you get over 20, there are a few places that'll pick them up for serialization, uh, like two and three installment serialization. So for slam and, and far between these days, yeah. not a lot prorated. Uh, again, if you're going into romance there's a lot more options i feel like you can repackage it clubbed in with other authors you can do a shared world kind of thing there's there's a lot you can do 
Um, you and, and if it gets above 20 or even 30, then, then you can kind of sell it almost as if it were a novel and stuff like that. You know, you could. Yeah, and I've got two or, th- two or three that I've packaged as short novels at that length. Um, mm-hmm. Ideas Incorporated, Smoke Rings, the first Suave Rob book and The Bodies in the Basement are all somewhere between 20 and 40,000 words. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get above 30. It becomes like, you know, in the, in the realm of like a book and stuff. I don't comfortably write anything at that length. So almost all my stuff ends up being over 40 and in the 60 range, but. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to fall either at that right. length or really long. Which in, which in old days in sci-fi fantasy was called pulp length, which is like 40 mm-hmm. to 60 is actually real fun. Uh, you can't get a book bub under 50 if that, you know, from the marketing end of the spectrum. Mm. But uh, even if you're in the 30 range, like there's some good stuff you can do with it as a pro writer, especially if you have a wider back catalog. You can end mm. up like bundling it in the I've done things like bundled in the print edition so that it gets a print even because it's too short to get its own print run or in a special edition or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's awkward for big publishers because of the length for print. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can even get a slim print book out of a 30 k or It's just going to be very oh, yeah. slender on the spine, uh, but yeah. you could do and a large You may want to use slightly bigger type so that you get more pages. I was going to say, you do, or you can do go all the way and special do a special large print. Like you can turn a disadvantage into an advantage. Yeah, you uh, but you still have to, in there, and yeah, and, you have to still have to do a markup though. Like it, yeah. you, you, the problem with print for indies is that it's very expensive to do POD. So we're already we have to, you know, double or triple the price of what what trad right. can wholesale out as. So yeah, no, if, yeah. If we uh, if if we target it so that we get. Um, if we target it at regular discount rates, we make basically as much on a paperback as we do on like a three ninety nine ebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had to chuckle. I, I had to chuckle at the question because uh, Dan's short stories have a tendency to escape into yeah, um, novellas and novels. <laughs> uh, he he wrote one short story that somehow turned into a what a six book series yeah the big series started life as a short story yes i read the short story back in the day i i will say um no no not that short story it was an earlier one that one you read was a spin-off oh, okay um in, in any case uh there's a lot you can do with them indie wise and a lot less you can do with them traditionally is the sort of short answer yeah. to that it's always worth like finishing it out and holding on to it anyway mm-hmm. even if you don't intend to do anything or you don't have the base to absorb it right now it can always yeah. become something useful later it can become bait for the newsletter it can become a freebie for your super fans it can you know there are plenty of things you can do with these things i used mm-hmm. all of my shorter stories to test like uploading systems back uh-huh. in the day when I was moving from trad I was so grateful I, ha- I don't have very many short stories but the four I had I used them to figure as working processes to figure out how to just mm-hmm. do things like upload to Amazon in a low ca- cost like low um cost price for admission kind of way because I could mess them up and it wasn't parasolvers so fans wouldn't get mad at me if there were like lots of spelling mistakes or I'd done something wrong with the formatting in one of my side short stories and then I just fix it and you know do it later so you know there's there's a lot of stuff you can do with something like this um uh, might have to hold it right and the audio productions of that length 
not in, not on Audible, but in the library ecosystem, do shockingly well. Yeah, they are terrible though in uh, subscription terrible on service audio because they don't. The listeners are very savvy about getting their bang for their chips, so yep. they really want longer audio yep. for the fifteen credits or whatever it is they have to spend every month. So they'll also listen to and then return your shorter stuff because mm -hmm. jerks basically yep. um but yeah i mean it, and that's another thing like you can use a novella to test out like a royalty share system or something like that that you might not want to burn a bigger work on yeah. or, or a new narrator um so yeah I, like i've used short stories to test new narrators because i still want to pay a narrator but i'm not sure if i'm going to want to work with them in the long right. term so i'll throw them a short story they still get their money. I get a feel for whether they suit my voice. And then we just, I can decide whether I want to work with them without having, you know, wasted anybody's time. Uh, so yeah, the, uh, I mean, I keep lumping shorts. I treat shorts like novellas because I can make a short work for me so hard that there's actually no point in me ever selling a short to anybody else mm -hmm. um, at this juncture in my career. So don't worry about it. Let it take its take itself off let it go where it wants to go um if you're really lucky you get a usable novel out the other end or an entire series and and even if it's a real awkward length like 14 is an awkward length there's there's a ton of stuff that you'll be able to do with it if not now then definitely in the future yep true true all right well uh it'll probably is that good? for us today yeah do we have any more questions because we only have one more uh, well, we've only got uh, one more thing, and it's a bit okay, of great. feedback, so we Perfect. can do that. Perfect. We'll save that for the last episode, then. Yep. Or my last episode, I should say, yeah. for now. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, let's get and, back to writing, then. Yep. And for those of you listening, after that, we do have keep sending in your questions. We do have a comfortable buffer already recorded for after this. It'll run us about ten to fifteen days, and after that, we'll need more questions. So. Um, I guess uh, we'll see you all on Monday. Bye, everybody. Bye.